Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joining the phone, I have Vance. Hi, Vance. Hi. Hi. I have Todd. Hi. Hi, I'm here. Shoot him in the leg, boys. Hopefully that's not what we'll be doing here in a couple days. No. We'll be shooting him in the ribs. Right in the heart. I'm gonna I'm gonna rib him. I, I don't want yeah. I wanna be two years in a row the, <laughs> the, 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 the nicest cleaning deer. Well, if you're telling me that, I'm going to go for the old right below Headshot. the below the eye. Yeah, right. No, no, not the eye. Right below the spine there, right below its head. Yeah. You're going to go for the base of the headshot, huh? That's very clean. That's very clean skinning and butchering. I would imagine. Yeah. But you got to be right there, though. They got to be right on you, yeah. Anyways. Okay. I'm gonna do that. I don't think you are. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to make mention. So I got a text today from uh, Gearman, and he said, "Why is Vance posting up your text message?" And I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> so then I hop on the little group that has formed for the for the podcast, and um, it, the way it is read. It seems as though I sent that message. I just need to go on record. That was Vance sending me that message. Yeah, it was blue. It just the, the the way that you had the post described, Vance was complaining about truck drivers in high wind. <laughs> I was complaining about my truck. I thought you were talking about like semis. No. And like you get behind him in like that turbulent air. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't drafting at all. I was just driving, and I was drifting. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm understanding it now. Um, typically, you haven't been driving your truck home, but now you, you were today. Yes. Okay. I've been in that thing way too much now, and I'm. I've been in the opposite lane, the opposite lane I want to be in, far too much today. Were you pulling the boat home? No. You were just driving. Just, just running errands, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Just curious if that was... I was trying to work that angle in because we didn't talk about it, like if you were actually towing the boat home. Well, there was a thing on that, that page that said, you know, would you buy a truck from Vance? There was a poll <laughs> on God. <laughs> like if the Carfax came up okay. on it. Well, I, how about this? <laughs> let, let, let's go one step it further. It shouldn't have very many miles because you never get to drive the damn thing. It's, <laughs> it doesn't have many miles, but it has a lot of stars. <laughs> <laughs> it, has, it has a new window from the waterfall leak. It has a new front grill from the tree. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then you've had a couple I, deer, haven't you? Absolutely. And then when yeah. I jackknifed the trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I, dra- I jackknifed my trailer and just completely uh, put a giant dent in the fender. Was mm-hmm. this at Pomatuning this spring? No, this was at my campground. Oh, okay. We did not know about this. No, I, yeah. I can't get track. So how about you tell yeah, us about it? Half the, he spent half the summer pulling this boat with a Honda Ridgeline. <laughs> you notice that there's no I complaint about that? There was not a complaint about that. I, I actually, I was like, that is that was the most comfortable towing I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> the tongue, the, 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 it was the a lowrider. Low it was a lowrider. <laughs> right. 
tongue was almost scraping when you. I see a bunch of scrape marks at their launch. I figured, oh, Vance just left. <laughs> That's all right. It was he was comfortable, comfortable doing it though. <laughs> Sometimes the, some of the sucky jobs aren't so sucky if you're if you got like the right tool and the ridge line is the right tool. <laughs> it was it it was completely sufficient for just yeah. going down and up the hill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I I might I would have my track record if I towed it home. You know, he, he'd be putting miles, transmissions in happen. it. Yeah, something would happen. Well, because you're like morning, the huh? speed limit's seventy, so let's do eighty eight. What's the? And it was my <laughs> nineteen. You're fine. Twenty. You're mine. Is that you're saying now? <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> the one, the one morning, Hans, Hans, man, Hans the Carver was doing a trip there, and he was looking. We were standing there. He's like, "Isn't Vance out already?" Because we started at like noon or something. I was like, "Oh yeah, Vance is out." And there was like three cars in the parking lot. He's like, "What's he driving?" And I pointed. His eyes did the old eh? what? <laughs> the license plate had like uh, rhinestones on it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I said, and yeah, that's what, I don't know. He said, what's going on? I said, I don't know. I haven't talked to Vance. That's, what he, drives. that's what he drives now. I, I know the trailer because the license plate is upside down. On the, oh, my on gosh. The, on the which, I've, which I've recently lost. Lost it again. <laughs> I have no idea where it went. Well, it doesn't even matter. You don't even have numbers on your boat yet. <laughs> yeah, I know that. It's. Uh, Please tell me yeah. that there's a "Jesus is my co-pilot" bumper sticker on the bridge line. <laughs> yeah, it's, there is. It is rhinestone license yeah. plate. Yeah, it's bling. I said that's that's what he drives now. I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on. But... Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Fat AZ, musky products. I got to go hunting in the morning. Let's get this going. Okay. Well, this all these minutes count, by the way. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing planned except talking. So mm-hmm. um, com is the website. You can find us on social media. Look up Fat AZ Musky Products on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm slowly getting the gears turning here to start painting some baits. I'm looking at stuff. I'm kind of reviewing some things and what do I want to improve this and that, but it's still, it's still, you know, I got to get, we got to finish up this hunting season, get this place cleaned up and, uh, we'll be painting some baits. Uh, I'm not sure about inventory, but online retailers are team Rhino outdoors and musky tackle online. I have been getting a little uptick recently about, some rod holder people uh asking about boat setups and stuff so it's probably the holiday season you know kind of kicking in you know right before the big huge credit card bills come from uh old saint nick coming in january but um so if you have any questions you got a new boat you want a new setup now's a great time to do it while you have time to play so um other than that todd talk a little ready to go muddy creek fishing guides mcfishingguides.com get a hold of us we'll be fishing early season april may some here in pennsylvania all summer and fall up at chautauqua maybe next year we'll get into doing some pa trips in november that seems to work out a little better for me and uh we're uh get a hold of us if you know when you're coming get a hold of us because uh you know the dates are filling quickly there's there's uh limited availability but We'll do our best to get you out there and get you on some fish. 
right on. And if you come out with us, you'll be fishing out of Ranger boats. Lord willing, two new ones next year for me and Todd. Um, check out your Ranger boat needs at Vic's Sports Center in Kent, Ohio. Uh, they have Rangers, Starcrafts, Starwelds, Tritons. Um, taking new orders now. Uh, check them out for service and winterization as well. Um, Stank Pro Rods, best rods on earth. Uh, I did another season with them. Highly recommended from all three of us. Uh, give them a fair shake. That's it. That's it. All right. Mm-hmm. Boat projects. You know, one thing that is a huge improvement to cosmetics and form, fit, and function. I like that. Not really, you know, function. The floor is a good function. I mean, as long as you're not falling through. But how would you like to have a better floor? If you're looking for something, if you're standing there and you're like, man, this just isn't working. You're slipping, you're sliding. You know, the carpet's all tore up. You're tripping. It stinks. It has that mildew smell. You know, it's just, it's about time to upgrade your floor and look no further than aqua traction aqua traction you're going to ask well what is it well it's 100 percent cross-linked closed cell polyethylene foam so closed cell is important it doesn't absorb water so it's going to dry really quick it is stain resistant there's no shrinking no peeling i mean like this stuff is on there can't say that with some of the carpet that i've had where on the corners of some of my hatches, there's Gorilla Glue. Kind of like you kind of fudge that in there and you kind of then sand it off a little bit. I don't know if you guys... I know Vance probably hasn't done that, but Todd may have used... Oh, Van, but Vance knows Gorilla Glue. <laughs> he knows Gorilla, gorilla tape. tape. I can tell you that. I, I could take everything with the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this, this Aqua Traction isn't stuff that you can go do in your own garage you know, on some weekend with a case of beer and some buddies. This is made to your boat. They come out, they scan it, they use their CAD software, they make the the the, uh, the pattern. You go over it, different designs, different options, colors. It's really cool stuff. I mean, this isn't like a, a, a one-day kind of thing, but it is fit to your boat. It's really nice stuff. They got a great warranty, and let's see, if you're in our area, Get a hold of Nick at amfmarine.com. That is his website in the Akron area. Um, Perfect time to be doing this in the winter. Um, amfmarine.com, local dealer to us, but also look up uh, AquaTraction for your local dealer there. Uh, Be sure, you know, check it out. You owe yourself at least that much before you go and glue down more carpet. Hey, guys, clear your calendars. You ready for this? Yeah. The 2022 Musky Max will be here before you know it. You know that? Nice. March 5th and 6th. Yes, it's two years since the last time we went, which kind of seems crazy that it was two years ago. But I remember the last Friday of rifle season, I had just shot my doe. I walked up to it, and I think I was just about to start field dressing her. My phone went off and I'm like, there's, and I saw it was Sean Lee, a party. And I'm like, I think I know what this is, but I just, I can't grab it right now. So I finish up there. I start walking back to get, get some equipment to get the deer out. And I call him back and he, uh, gave us the bad news that it was canceled. So it was almost two years ago that we went and it was a year ago 
when we got the news that the 21 was canceled. However, yeah. some things here. It hasn't changed locations. It's still at Princescape Arena. That's down in Cannonsburg. Um, it's going to be Saturday, March 5th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Sunday, March 6th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. We've talked a lot in the past. This is this is our Super Bowl. This is this is the big one for us. It's our hometown crowd. It is it's fantastic. Uh, the Leo parties do a great job of promoting it, keeping things going. Um, you know, he knows how to put on an event and, uh, this is, this is a top notch event. So if you're in the area and you can make it, please stop by. Uh, we'd love to, you know, talk to anybody that's willing to, uh, talk to us. So that's coming up real quick guys. Anyways, it's exciting. It is super exciting stuff. Uh, you can probably find out more on the Muskie Max Facebook page. Um, I did screenshot some stuff, so I had some notes in front of me. If you guys thought I was really prepared, which I was. So you did. I, you did some screenshots. I sure prepared. did. And then I can read. I can read and talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I wish we only did that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this show, I guess now that as of December one, the New York Muskie season is is officially closed, is that correct? It is. All right. So I figured this would be a good one, a nice in between fill in show. Um, depending on how things go in the next two weeks, we're gonna have a wrap up deer season show coming up. So let's do a wrap up fishing season show. Um Can I can I can I mention something before we get into this? No. I'm going to. <laughs> um, so it's like the last last week of the season, I went up there fishing, put some buddies out, people that always go out, idiots that still want to go out. And I kind of had to be up there anyway because there was I, – I still had to close up my camper, put my one slide in, and of course – I waited until it like dropped about like twelve inches of snow overnight. Overnight, and let me please tell me you just decided to close it when it had all that snow on top. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> it wasn't getting any better, <laughs> and I wasn't going back up. <clears throat> so I have to push the, the snow off this slide um, to get it to close because you don't want all that snow to get in in there, and it'll it probably wouldn't close anyway. The gears yeah. would get jammed up. But so I go up on on the top, I get on on my ladder, I go up on the top, and I'm pushing the snow off, and there's like ice and crap, and I eventually get it off, and my buddy's in there hitting the slide close button, and I'm like, okay, I got to get down now. And so I start walking down the ladder, about halfway down that ladder, I'm like, it would be great if I just completely fall off this thing right now and land on my back and possibly my right elbow and arm. And that's Is exactly that what you what thought? Happened. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So I fell like complete flat back from like eight feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Just slipped. And uh, please tell I, me like I, you had the pile of snow on the other side of the, of the slide. No, I, was, <laughs> I, mean, I, I fell on my, like into tire ruts and stuff from my truck. <laughs> <laughs> By no means was it graceful or soft. And uh, 
after I got back up, I was like, okay. I was like, I'm, I'm good. I still got it. I was a little giddy. I was like, that's crazy. My buddy David was looking at me like, what are you, are you all right? Do we have to go to the hospital? It was that bad. But something dawned on me after I was mildly concussed. And I was like, we should get that guy on that runs the, uh, the New York fish hatchery on the podcast. Wouldn't that be a good idea? And uh, you know, Dave's like, yeah, that'd be great. People would love to hear that. So in concussion protocol in the blue tent, I started to make some phone calls that day on the water. And I got a hold of this guy. And they are saying that they would do a podcast on December 15th. I know that's tough. We'll have to talk about that later but to hear from the guy from the chautauqua hatchery that runs it the jared sayers of the uh of of chautauqua's hatchery so i thought that was pretty cool i had to jump through many hoops i had to go through albany then the dec office up in buffalo called me and then i was finally able to get a hold of this guy it was really crazy and let me guess he's probably like next door neighbors to your camper I have no idea. You probably talk to him like all the time. You actually probably pass them on a non non passing zone. To really get... next door neighbors to pretty close to my camper. Yeah, they yeah. live right there. <laughs> yeah, so Todd could have just like walked down and knock. Hey, hey, what are you doing next week? <laughs> I talked to them guys. I'm telling you, to... it's it's tough to get a it's tough to get a hold of them, and they can't yeah. they can't speak without permission. Um, and they were like, what are some of the questions that are going to be on the show? And I was like, well, you can listen to this one. Uh, I did like the first Jared Sayers one because we kind of like once we developed the relationship with him, there was like a lot of gag gifts or like a lot of gag, uh, you know, talking where you know, I didn't want him to hear like, hey, what you do with all that extra money? Buy trucks. Ah! Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely <yeah>. not. <laughs> we are yeah. not talking to these guys. Um, but so that's uh, there's potential there. I think it would be neat, you know, first musky hatchery. Uh, mm-hmm. That that could be a gift from us to the public, and we might actually have to do one back to back weeks, which will suck. But no, or I just, be. or I just that would actually no, that would that would, that would actually that would be the next perfectly. Thing. Well, and then the other thing is, is I can save these and post them anytime I want. I just choose not to and load them up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> We don't do much editing here. Yeah, it's better. No, let's by editing you mean zero. Zero, yeah, zero editing. Yeah, would take way too much. I might pause the recording if someone drops, but that's about it. (laughs) That's the level. That's how professional we are. I choose Mm -hmm. to edit none. Yeah, they tried in that. Mm -hmm. No safety net. So I just wanted to. Eat up some minutes there and say that that's on on the horizon potentially. Okay, cool. And I did fall off that ladder. So you pulled like a Clark Griswold. You know, you got layers on. You can't like function really well. And I just slipped. I was like, well, the hell with this. I'm letting go. Okay, so then see what happens. All right, so you went right into like the big, the, like the big story that came from this. But like, did you twist up your back? Is your elbow all bruised up? Or 
Are you, are you still I young mean, enough I, to bounce? I bounced right back. I mean, I felt it in the morning. I'm like, man, I got a headache. What the hell is that? I was like, oh, yeah. I fell eight feet flat on my back. On the frozen tire ruts. Yeah. It was amazing. Vroom. You know, that wouldn't have made ruts if you were using the Ridgeline because of the all-wheel drive system. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have the Ridgeline that close to that. That's true. It never We've made been it that stuck. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna do like a, a fishing show wrap up season deal here. I'll go first. I caught a couple walleye, and then I put her away. <laughs> Left. Went out on top. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I, nice I, I had a I had a below average walleye <laughs> season with my two trips. So but the floor yeah, was wonderful. two trips. You had a nice floor. Oh, beautiful floor. I, I like to keep it pristine. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get the boat. I, I went a few times musky fishing, but it was not in my boat. And um I did I, I mean I'm a little disappointed, but I, I understand it was just how this year went with how busy I was. Um I did want to do a couple bank yanking trips or even like try to find time to go down the river again in the boat, but just didn't happen with the way with everything in the personal life. But how long has it been since you had the boat? Have you had that boat on the river yet? Nope. I didn't think so. I've had that wow. boat now. What was it? Two or three years now. I think. I, I think this is Man. the third. I think this is the three was... years. Were you back on the river since you and I went that one time? That was the last was, time. Oh, man, it was maybe five, six years ago. I mean, I still have the picture. I saw it the other day. I was scrolling through something. I never saw that picture, but maybe I'll post it up. That was a giant. Hey, it's your first one. It's the <laughs> biggest one, right? <laughs> it was a musky. That's what we were after, and I put them on fish. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I almost hit the... Uh... Probably hit watch a, the tree, a tree yeah. branch. Yeah, yeah, there was trees. It was, it was like in a drainage ditch. Yeah, in that drainage <laughs> ditch, up. I bounced the trolling motor off of everything. <laughs> Andy's like, it's really shallow up there. Yeah, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it hit too. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you do. <laughs> I kind of knew what it was when it happened. I'm scrolling right now, <laughs> trying to see if I can find. Well, you used to go up there all the time. That's just the way things change. My creek spots, I haven't been to them in years. Yeah, and you pulled like 50s out of there. I've pulled the two biggest fish I ever got in Pennsylvania out of there, and I just don't even... I hunt right there. I was down near 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 the spot uh, the other day getting a deer. And then you look down, and you could have fed the muskies. Like, yeah, there's probably one swimming right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. It's all good. It. Well, I know it's before this because I had the boat all cleaned up. So it was prior to September of eighteen. So what that means? Holy crap! I have a lot of room in the pole barn. Um, <laughs> I'm. You know, when you look at the photos and just how time. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, so a September of 18, so 1920, three years. 
there. So, I mean, it's probably, like you said, probably four to six years. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. It's crazy. Anyways. Oh, well. I mean, what am I going to do? <laughs> I could turn back. Hunt. Mm-hmm. You would save sixteen thousand dollars <laughs> plus shipping. <laughs> yeah, plus freight. <laughs> it's all right. That's a drop in the bucket anymore. Just I'm just throwing cash everywhere. So well, rich. Todd and I used our boats <laughs> this season. Yeah. Who wants to go first? I we could probably do a joint thing on this. It's, All it's right. pretty yeah. It's pretty similar. I mean it we we started in Pennsylvania. It was How was Pennsylvania's? Pennsylvania was, was fun. I mean it, So okay, but when you say fun, it. so it sucked. Right, exactly. And for this reason. <laughs> um for this reason. when I when I started, uh it was like it was winter. It was like 32 degrees out. It was extremely cold. I ended up, uh, the lake was extremely low. Remember that story when I got stuck and I almost, and my motors killed, and then they were just turning me into a brake wall. It was so shallow that it just, the bottom of the lake cut the motors out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so I was like, yay, this will be a nice transition into Chautauqua. We'll get all the kinks worked out. Maybe I'll break some things here and there prior to, you know, when we hit it hard on Chautauqua and, um, things were broken, but I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't anything like graceful. Uh, I had fun doing it. You know, I did shatter my like first jerk bait rod in pieces uh, on a snag. Um, because the lake was so low and that's when I decided to like, uh, you know, cut cut the rod in half in the boat because that's how St. Croix takes it back. So I snapped it over my knee and just like annihilated my hand. <laughs> yeah, I that was extremely yeah. painful. Those are the most, that's what sticks out the most for me. It's the that's scar the tissue was. on your appendages. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That was, that, that was, that was PA. I mean, PA is, it's good right now. You know, there's, the uh, the population, the stocking that we talk about, those lakes are getting good. People are fishing lakes in Pennsylvania now that they used to hand out winners at the local chapter um, tournaments, and people are catching fish now. So things are working, and Pennsylvania is up on the ups upswing, and that's why Todd and I are there for a couple months. Todd, how how do you how how do you feel about this this spring fish in this past year? Yeah, I mean, I, it, it is what I expected it to be, you know. It was hit or miss some days with the, you know, with the weather when you're dealing with that early season. But I will tell you this, like, it didn't matter where I went. I went to numerous lakes, and we saw fish. We got fish uh, more more than I'm accustomed to getting for all the years that I used to fish in PA. You know, I really haven't fished here that much the last many years because I've been 14 years up there at Chautauqua. So I've been doing little, little bits of stuff on NPA, but, uh, fishing is definitely picking up the snags irritate me. You know, I'm just not used to that. Every time I think of the story, the first, <laughs> first time, you know, I don't know how many years ago when, when Vance and I went down to cave run, uh, mm-hmm. the first time we did that tournament and like the rod, the rod starts going off and Vance is up grabbing poles. And I'm like, 
it's a snag because yeah. you you had not fished other than the Chautauqua very much. Yeah, so like when you're fishing on Cave Run, you think it's a snag first, then it's a fish because you go all season <laughs> sometimes without getting a snag. You go, you know, hundreds of fish between snags. And uh, I, I I remember when it was finally the one you looked at me and I looked at you and said that's fish grab that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just the way it is, and that's the way I feel. And uh, man, I just got snagged. You know, you get hung up and you're trying to stay in these little creek channels and yeah, you definitely go in there. Throw with... shit in the water, oh, and trees, and uh, yeah, I pulled up it's an entire crib. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was like we're like yeah. let's just let it go. I'm like no. We will get this back. They're like, don't you have mm-hmm. a lore retriever? I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I <can't> do <laughs> so I'm yeah. just gonna. I either just tie them off, or I'm. I'm gonna. I, I can feel this one moving. I pulled up a whole crib. It, it was that you know pallet stuff on top of one another, like catfish habitat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Going noodling, so huh? Lore, so many lures on it. It was insane. Paid for the trip. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, the snags are, are something we're definitely not accustomed to. And that is true. Snag first, fish second. When we fished uh cave run, that was hilarious. And uh yeah. I just never did that reservoir fishing. I would always pass them up, you know, to go up to to Chautauqua. You know, it yeah. just was a a good place to be, but Pennsylvania's good. It's a it's great. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, and I would would strongly suggest people go there over Chautauqua. Um, the weekend warriors that are not our clients stay there, and <laughs> we will be on Chautauqua Lake. So then, kind of transitioning from that spring fishing into like whatever late May, early summer, I guess. How did Chautauqua start out in the spring, you know, like in the early season? It almost started out with me being taken away for a misdemeanor. Okay. Or that. Is that a weapons charge? No. Uh, if you knock somebody out, it's a, it's a, a, it's a misdemeanor felon. If you get caught. So that first day, is this this indecent exposure you talked about? No, 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 no. It's that when I, when I, the, the gentleman that is now working for the water steward, uh, oh, oh, Lake Association. Yeah. yeah. The guy from four years ago who, uh, just degraded cognized business, uh, is working there now. And I remember that vividly. Uh, that's how my season started. But again, he was very, very apologetic. And he said he was sorry, and everything was good from there. And then I immediately broke the strap <laughs> on my winch. <laughs> After that, that's how it started. <laughs> we, it starts the same. We, me and Todd, we go out. We go, go out casting generally uh, that time of year. Um, lush weeds all over the place. Every spot kind of looks good. You rely on your history at that point. Um, and you just, you're starting from scratch. So you go out there and you're like, well, let's see where they're at. You know, you're kind of just 
guessing at that point on the first day, but you know, like I said, with time on the water and the history, you kind of know where you're going to go. And, uh, that's how it happens. Uh, and trolling that time of year, you can catch one. There's, it's, it's hard to pattern them sometimes in my opinion there. They're all over the lake. They're in one foot of water. They're in 20 foot of water. They might be in 20 foot of water, but only four foot down, things like that. It's, it's a bit, uh, bit crazy. So we rely on the casting at that, that point in the year. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, I mean, my season, the, the first day started out great for me. I had a guy from Minnesota, of all places, that's been musky fishing for 20 years. He broke his personal best twice in the same day opening day on a raptor which i know we touched on that earlier in the podcast uh nice way to start the season okay so i, I want to talk a little more <laughs> because i don't remember all that um what did was he coming in with like just he a, came in he, with, with like no, a he, low personal best or no i mean he had a he had a mid 40 okay personal best he's been doing it 20 years he's a bait guy, you know, I don't, I, I would call it the typical musky guy. And I was like, we're going to throw these jerk baits. He'd never turn jerk baits, blah, blah, blah. You know, he doesn't troll. Okay. That's fine. He was meeting his, his son lives over. I can't remember what now somewhere in the East he lives out there. They decide to meet up, do a little opening weekend fishing trip. And, uh, I showed him the rafter. He's like, Oh, so this is called a jerk bait. Okay. Yeah. And, Ended up breaking his personal best twice the first day we fished. So that was a great start to the season. Uh, On average, that early season, how do you feel the fishing was? Maybe. I, I would say a little below average. Little. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's, that's up early to season. Early yeah. season. Well, what, what are you? What are you expecting yeah. in that early season? That early casting? Lots of fish. Like lots, lots of, fish of fish in the net, lots, or just seeing lots, lots of, of fish. fish. Lots of follows. Yeah. Lots of, you know, m- m- maybe not so many bites. Certain days you get a lot of bites, but just seeing lots of fish. So it was below average for that. Size was up. It's going to be the same. It's going to be the same story all season for us. I'll. Yeah, it's very break that news very right telling. now. <laughs> yeah. Dang, they're not going to listen now. <laughs> no, this is the, this is the you know. Let's take a census on the lake. Uh, let's see what's going on. The water is crystal clear. You can see to the bottom, and you know, our days, ten, fifteen years ago, of you know, eh, we saw forty-five fish today. Those days are not happening up there right now. Do you feel it's because it's just too early in the season and you're typically more middle June? No, because even middle June, it's not happening. Just plain out, not, not seeing them like that. I'm seeing we're, we're, we're seeing the same amount of the large fish, but you know, some of those days when I say that we saw 45 fish, uh, a couple of them were mid forties and up, but there's just umpteen other fish showing up. That's that that hasn't been happening here uh, through through the last few years. Do, do you have a? I still, a theory? still see the same amount of big fish. Yeah, I have theories. Maybe we'll talk about them at some point. Mm. But uh, the only reasonable explanation could be Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean it's just, it 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 is what it is. You know, the good days you're seeing 
way less than we're used to seeing. The same amount of big fish, probably more. Mm-hmm. Oh, but more. But, uh, yeah. I bet you all those fish that are missing are hiding behind a special bush by the launch. <laughs> probably <laughs> are. We're already bugging them. That's Touching why that. they got a sore lip with a hole in yeah. it. All the minnows yeah. keep going out. Mm-hmm. No, no, but it started decent. Yeah, I thought we started on like a essentially a nice fish. Yeah, you you use the early season to dictate essentially what you're going to do. You know that week, that next month, and as you know, the, as the season goes on, it's a it's a blueprint of essentially what you were going to be doing. Um, and Todd's spot on with that. And we didn't see a lot of fish. There wasn't a lot of fish. And when we did catch them, they were not small early. Mm-hmm. They were not small. It was just like, man, where the hell are these things? You know, kind of your your gimme fish, your conversation sparkers, um, where it's like, God damn, where are these things? You know, and then you catch one, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, good, here we go. You know, there's one. And, uh, you know, you have that morale back in the boat, but it was just like, eh. You get out there, you get a couple hits, maybe you, maybe you capitalize on them, maybe you don't. But when you would see a ton of fish and have those 40, 50 follows, you're like, okay, I'm going to stay here, They're here for a while. They're here. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. They're so here. I'm going to go back there. I'm not going to tomorrow continue a search mm-hmm. um, with, with, with people. So that's what was, uh, that what is what was most damning about it. And I would say, um, and Todd would probably agree with this. That, that was pretty consistent on every spot that we went to. Mm-hmm. So it was like this, we were seeing the same thing where we went, wherever we went. Everywhere. Yeah. So it just, it, at that point, when you do that after so many days in a row, you're like, it really doesn't matter where we're at right now. No. And, 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 and you brought that up earlier, Vance, like they, they, they are really spread out everywhere. I mean, typically I spend almost all that time doing the casting, but you know, the biggest fish that I got in my boat this season was caught over 52 feet of water. <laughs> 52 foot down, right? Yeah, trolling, trolling. <laughs> I cut across one of the deep holes and we got a giant and you know, that's the biggest fish I ended up getting all season, you know, and that's in June when I'm normally casting, but the guy had a bad shoulder and I was like, Oh, just let's go roam a little bit here i've caught them out there before let's do it and yeah that's very inconsistent we've it seems like that's a consistent thing we've been talking about the last couple years last year inconsistent too just uh you you used to get on these bites with certain lures or certain depths and you know it happened one day but then that would happen for 10 days that's not the way the season went for me were you uh, targeting those bloodworm banks? No, I was not quite in that area. No, I, I, I avoid that area. It's just too good. I can't take guys there. It's uh, too good and too big a fish. Yeah, I, I can't show them that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got to hold some cards. Absolutely. <laughs> just remember. Straight poker face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I would say that that was that's that's pretty uh i agree, I agree with Todd on that um when we our best trolling days in that early season is randomness things you wouldn't yeah. <laughs> wouldn't 
think to do. And we've, we've capitalized on that bite a couple times. And honestly, sometimes that's the most consistent bite we have all summer. We're like, uh, yeah, yeah, we're doing this. Our most consistent comes from randomness. Oh, I mean, that's how, <laughs> how it goes. It's, it, it's sometimes it's, it's not random. We're out there for a reason. Obviously we're not a bunch of mm-hmm. dimwits out there, but it's just something that you would raise an eyebrow at. Yeah. Okay. So it's it, like, it, it's something as weird as going to uh, Pennsylvania and fishing in, in the spring and you're in tight, shallow and you put a lure out the leader on it and people are like what yeah what is that you know so that there's there's something like that that goes on chautauqua that happens and todd and i usually can capitalize on that for a week or or two however however long it lasts and we're like that was pretty freaking insane and we do usually get one that's like yeah there was that's a freaking giant that we might not see one that big again this year um and this is day one so we're gonna pack it in (laughs) <laughs> no, no, you always keep going, but that's uh, just as Todd said. He was like, you know, caught this big giant fish. I remember that day we were trolling out there, and uh, Todd sent me this picture of this great fish, and it was—I think it was blowing terrible. Yeah, it was pretty rough wind. Yep, but I. I you might have had the wind in your favor. You might have been going with it when it hit, or you might have been going straight into it, or turned on it. I, I remember that there was mm-hmm. something there, but um, you know, that's the the kind of stuff. Yeah. Even if you're if you're in an area, like say you're in, say you're fishing ten feet of water, and then all of a sudden it drops off to a hundred. Like you're up in Georgian Bay, and you have your bait set to be in a strike zone at t- in 10 foot of water. And then all of a sudden you go over that hundred foot hole and you're like, okay, this is our least, this is our lowest percentage time right now. I'm going to go back on that track. Let me get back into that 10 feet. Boom. The rod goes off. And you're like, what? It's crazy, but we'll reel it in. We'll take yeah. them anyway. So there's a lot of stuff like that that happened early season. It was cool. I I casted a hell a hell ton in that early season. Uh, yeah, and it, it was. We had some was, days. Yeah, but it was, was not. <laughs> it was it was good. I mean, I'm I not like that. I mean, I like that challenge. I really I thrive on that stuff. I enjoy it, and I know that it's going to keep people away. So that's the big positive about having a slow start to a season is it's going to keep pressure off the lake from people because these people want that rod going off, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so, so is that a that, fancy that, way of saying that it kind of sucked? Uh, I mean, yeah, it was average to below average to start the season. There's no doubt about yeah. it. You know, yeah. with the casting. Okay. That happens. It happens. It's musky fishing, you know? So, we caught some we caught some big ones in the weeds. We got fifties in the weeds casting um, in June. It was cool, uh, a lot of fun, and you know I was just like the silver lining on it was to keep the pressure off the lake. That was that was great. Okay, yeah, so I did do that. There's no doubt. 
transitioning more to the midseason, the, the typical trolling season, which is starting around like July through August. I would agree. Mm-hmm. How is the trolling bite? Big floodage yeah. leading to big, terrible trolling. <laughs> yeah. Because of the amount more... of rain just screwed stuff up. Mm-hmm. You got to blame something, right? I don't I don't like to blame that stuff. I, I, you know, sometimes you're just forced to troll. And, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes for the, for the week, you know, but that, that this is the thing about you talk with it always keeps you keep kept me going. And that's why I do the business there. It's like, yeah, it, it sucks. We're going to get a few bites. Probably had more days this year. I was really able to say when I talked to people at these shows, you know, a 14, this is my 14th year guiding there. It's like, you know, I can probably count on one hand the amount of times throughout the whole season that we did not have an opportunity. A rod didn't go off or someone didn't have a fish hit casting. And I'll bet you this year throughout that summer rolling bite, I can say that I probably had as many days this season like that that I did in the last 13 years put together, which is, that's bad. Tough. <laughs> yeah. Tough, tough, I tough. mean, we had days, uh, but uh, it was rough. It's, some years, you know, there's times, some years when people show up and are like, oh my gosh, we can't cast today. This is going to be horrible. I have had other, I've had other, and it goes through stages. These lakes go through stages. I've had other years where, Everybody was going to sell their camp and guys fished all summer and caught four fish trolling, but they're not into casting, you know, uh, this was one of those years. Cause those people this were not definitely, around. This was definitely one of those years. I'm not saying those fish aren't there, but you know, the lack of the small ones does concern me, but, uh, <laughs> that's the ones keep the rods going. But, uh, yeah, th- it was just, you know, there were days like, Oh my gosh, we got to troll again. Let's hope, hope and pray we can get a bite. Sometimes yeah. we got them. Sometimes we got a lot, but there was lots of days meeting up with Vance and we're pulling the boat. It's like, gosh, unbelievable. I hate trolling. Yeah. I mean, there was, yeah. there was a point yeah. in the, in the middle of the season. I just, I took everything out of the boat. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, just like, guys, I'm not, we're, we're not doing this. We're, we got a cast. Yeah. And I got on a decent trolling bite for about, I would say, this was this was right before the July Fourth holiday, where like a week and a half we were getting decent fish, four or five, and then that flood happened. Absolutely, that's the same thing that happened to me. I was catching yeah. the day the flood was happening. We had our best numbers day of the season. Yes, and it was raining like crazy, and we tried to do it the next day, and we were launching in the parking lot, and and there was trees everywhere, and we caught not a god dang thing. Yeah, the day after I had a good day. It was treacherous. Yeah, treacherous, <laughs> treacherous uh, out in the open. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could like, you could think like, "Ooh, flooded waters. The fish yeah. are moving in shallow." Just like stupid TV shit, you could think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But so I just, I canned it. I was like, "I'm, you know what? I'm not doing this. I don't like what I see on the screen. Yeah. I hate it. Everything is glued to the bottom." So mm-hmm. we are going to sit, we are going to cast, we are going to take breaks. I am not setting the trolling spread. It is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. 
And that's exactly what we did. We casted, casted, casted. I remember uh, after that holiday, July 4th, I was so pissed because basically the pattern that I was on was destroyed by the high water and all that crap. And then now all of a sudden the holidays here. Um, and I had, when the holidays are around, you take out friends, you take out family members. It's an absolute nightmare on the lake. I had my buddies, buddy with me and we're taking water over the bow. We're getting hit everywhere. <clears throat> and, but by, uh, by waves. And I was so irritated. I think that was the day when I just said, that weekend, I was like, we are not doing this. This is over. <laughs> I am not freaking doing this. I, we're done. Yeah. I'm not trolling. And I went into the weeds, and I had our beloved clients, the Amish, out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I took three of them. It was a nasty day. I took, in the morning. Yeah, in the morning, it was, it was ugly. Mm-hmm. It was the, the, the 5th of July. I took them out. I went to where we were on them casting. And I had uh, the the Amish crew. They're they're just they're household names for us. We had David and Joe and Alan were out. Alan is like the best fisherman out of all of them. The best he's, hunter. He's yeah. He's a, he's a great fisherman. He just does it. Yeah. Yeah. We all we all always say you know it's just an easy day. No pictures. <laughs> no netting essentially. <laughs> yeah. And um, they're telling me this story. I took this kid out, like, I think it was maybe three years ago. Yeah, it was three years ago, and he caught that big, giant, like, tiger-looking one. Yeah. And this kid just, like, was, was would go back, and he would talk crap to Joe, David, and Alan, because he had currently held their the family record on Chautauqua Lake. Mm-hmm. And this kid, like, is just that was a trolling. Uh, yeah, that was that a was, trolling fish. Yeah. That was a trolling fish. And these guys do not really. I mean, trolling they don't is troll. not what they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't. They, tro- they don't troll much, but they don't hate it. You know, they actually no. have. They've actually picked up what we put down and um, used it in their home lakes and done really yeah. well. But so they're telling me this story about, you know, this kid that caught this big giant one and saying how lucky he is, he drew an elk tag in Pennsylvania. And he goes out. The same kid. The same Same kid, kid. yeah. Okay. And he shoots an elk. Giant elk. Yeah, a long bow. It was like a six by seven or something. Yeah. A bow that he made. A bow that he made. of wood. (laughs) Yeah. And he killed this elk with it. And I guess the guide that he was with, because you're assigned a guide out there when you you draw this tag, I guess. I don't know. Um, was crying. He said it, it brought him to tears. And <laughs> the whole family was pissed off. The, I mean, they were happy for him, but like, you know, here we go again. This kid's got more bragging rights. Okay, wait. Why was the guide crying? I, I have no idea. Probably because he thought it was never going to happen. <laughs> With a guy. You know? It would be like if somebody showed up with an ultralight. And yeah, Andy, imagine. And we're just like, okay. I know, but imagine I was just, I'm being, thinking like. Imagine 
Imagine being the guide. Okay, I got a guy coming, and some Amish guy shows up with his hat on, with a bow that he whittled out of wood and and a solid piece of mahogany. Yeah, he's like, "Is this out of mahogany and a a gut string that I made out of my My old cat?" (laughs) And here's an air. Here's an arrowhead I whittled out of a (laughs) piece of flint I found in the backyard. Let's go get this bull. That's probably why the guy was crying. Just oh, like, I, 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 was, crying I was wondering. Sorrow. <laughs> like, what was the point of why was that important to the story? That's why I'm like, why is he? And maybe it's because I can't take a photo of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't take a, can't take a picture. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's tough to believe. You know, so, so Okay, so now the family's off. mad at him? Well, they were... They were just breaking each other's balls. Okay. Yeah. You know, and now this kid that has, you know, was talking crap about a muskie now has this elk that they'll probably never get to shoot out of something that he handmade. Exactly. It's not explained. So they were like, we want to get you to cry today. I was like, that's going to take a lot. They were like, what do you think? Like 50? I was like, nah. Like, what about two fifties? I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're casting like 15 minutes in. Wait, hold on, stop. Alan. You should have been like, $1,000 tip. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that. But, okay. um, but so we're drifting like 15 minutes in. They're like, Alan, you're getting the back boat. You're getting back boated all day because, you know, they think he's the best fisherman that has this like luck. That's his handicap. And the, right? way to- the, way, the way Todd and I fish, there is no back boating. No, uh, you know, so I'm like, whatever. Boom. Alan's like, got him. I'm like, oh, I'm like, wow. Down, staying down. I'm looking over. Line's like sticking straight, straight down into the water. I'm like, hmm, good fish. Net it. I'm like, holy crap. That's going to measure 50. And it did. It was a giant. It was 50 and a quarter. And it was super heavy. Big fat one. Alan's on the board and you know, they're like, Holy crap. Look at that. I can't, I think that's going to go 50. And they were like, screw you know, like F you Alan. That's such bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, Wait, <laughs> is that how they talk? Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. sure. I mean, they're, they're not, like, yeah, they're not like it would, it's like having a conversation with your buddies. It's completely fine. They're not proper at all. And, uh, so we released that one. I actually got to hold it and take a picture of it. I said, I'm, we'll take a picture of this one. We have to. I took a picture of it. and But he's not holding it. And uh, so then we move on. Like The time stamp on my photo is pretty cool. About like 27 minutes after that, boom, he hits another one. It's a 47. I'm like, wow, that's great. It's Alan again. Same lore. Same location on the boat. And they're really kicking themselves at this point. And I'm like, okay, cool. Good fish, release. He's out there again. He's casting. Because nine minutes later, boom, <laughs> hits another one. I'm like, oh, I'm like, he's like, I got him. And uh, at this point, the guys up front were like, oh, bullshit. Yeah. Like, you don't have another one. Come on. Reel it in. I'm like, oh my god, that's another nice one. He's like, yeah, it is. We're sitting there, just kind of like standing, like we're eyeing up a tee box or 
like looking at a putter on the green. We're like, yeah, yeah, just bring that in right here. We'll get it netted. And I think it's going to be another nice one. And net it, very simple. So much nicer than that fish casting. Control me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and well, especially with somebody that knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But um, there's just not a lot of stuff in the way. Net it. It exceeds 50 again. I'm like, wow. I was like, talk about, you know, an emotional roller coaster of going from, you know, finally getting on this trolling bite, which we have to rely on at points because we need the rod to go up for people that can't swing it all day, to the holiday, to me being mad as a hornet. And then this all happens within like less than an hour in a window. And I was like, okay, I feel yeah. good. I feel good right now. Not good enough to cry. I was going to say, did you start welling up for them? <laughs> no. I was just like, that's, that's a good, thank you. That was a good day. I needed that. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> but then we went on to catch, a, I think, a couple more. And um, But Alan is back in the bragging seats. And to catch two 50s in a day on Chautauqua. Yeah. Absolutely insane. I mean, you're, you're 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 talking about the first couple fifties. That uh, this is just being truthful here. First couple fifties clients have ever caught that I've ever seen. Mm, ever casting. Yeah, I had one yeah. prior to that. Yeah, a couple days. Well, I before. did more. Or in June. In June. June. Yeah. 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 And, and then, like, it. we. I've never and seen then... never seen it happen. So, Dang. being honest. Yep. It was nuts. It was crazy. So it, it puts a lot in perspective in that, that situation. Um, and that's kind of how my summer uh, kept going. I stayed in the weeds. I stayed in the weeds all through August. You know, you would see me out there occasionally trolling here and there because you had absolutely had to. But there was a time for many weeks in a row where I just said, nope, I'm not taking the rods out. They are staying out of my boat. Very hard to tough. do with a lot of people, Vance. You know, I got hit in the head twice with raptors this year. Good. And uh, very hard to turn you on to a bimini yet. Yeah. They, they protect you. You just have to use a gorilla <laughs> tape. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like essentially what happened was, you know, my theory or, you know, my, my strategy throughout the day is I'm just going to camp on a spot. And they are eventually going to come out. And you are going to have maybe one opportunity, maybe five, who knows. But if you do get one opportunity, you have to seize it because that might be it. Yeah. And they were big ones too. Lots of big ones. Knees weak, palms are sweaty. So there was, they were like, essentially, I would think like what Todd and I were dealing with is all fish species staying tucked in the weeds very deep and you know we love our weed edges and these are when they're tucked in the weeds like that these are unfishable weeds can't get into them or they were dead nuts on the bottom when when you were in that open water trolling uh stuff you know i was begrudgingly letting out a lot of line in in shallower water uh just to try and freaking snag one i was pissed off but uh and of course, that led to like catfish and carp and things like that. So that was <laughs> even like a, a bigger kick in the in the groin. But um, that that was my strategy throughout the summer. It's not something that we were used to. Um, but you know, I told people I was like, 
you know, take ibuprofen. We're camping and we're casting. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is this year. That's how it went. Leading us into – you got yeah, something to add, be... Todd? No. Okay. So then that's going to lead okay. us into, like, the fall months, September, October, November. Mm-hmm. Todd, how'd that go for you? September, October was, you know, more of the same. Day here and there, we had some good cast bites a few times. Uh, I had a hard time getting clients to get them, uh, you know. But uh, we had a few areas that were pretty good. When the wind was right, you could do it. Got into some average trolling at best. Uh, and then I was I was out of there in October. That's just what I'm going to be doing from now on myself. I can't keep the camp open in November. Weather's too unstable. And I, I keep camp open and people are canceling. Guys are dying on me in the boat. Uh, well, as soon as they get out of the boat, that did happen. Yeah. And uh, not in the boat, but as soon as they get out of the boat. And, you know, I'm not going to. So you, yeah. you shut it down. But it, basically, your your year was, it started out hit and miss. When it hit, it hit good. When it missed, it missed good. Mm-hmm. We'll put it this way. Out of 14 years of guiding, that was my worst season. Put it that way. <laughs> okay. All right. And then Vance. 14, 14th place. 14th place. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So in the, in the fall, it was, it was the same thing there. There really wasn't anything like pulling me back out to troll. Um, but like I always had in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, hopefully something gets together in, in these, in the colder months, because, you know, people just aren't going to be able to stand this, this yeah. weather up here. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be snowing and raining and, wind blowing like crazy it's going to be pointless i'm going to be done at 10 10 a.m so i stayed in the weeds for for a longer longer period of time we ended up getting more 50s uh which was incredible um casting uh we got a 52 a 50 and a quarter another 50 and a half it was it was crazy uh and we did get on those fish in the weeds so it was crazy. I was going into those months of October and I didn't have any a 50 trolling. And usually, usually you get one, you know, it, it just like you stumble into one, but it, it, it wasn't happening. They were all coming casting and it was, uh, you know, that was just, just the way it was. But Eventually that, that crap weather came around and I was like, we can't do it. We got a troll. And, uh, I did, uh, I did put something together, uh, in the small, small area of the lake. And, um, it was like, there were, there were big fish. There was, there were good, good, good number days. There was good size days. Um, and, it was just like what we would expect in July and August. It just came two months later, three months later. And, uh, you know, I just, I wouldn't leave it because that's just kind of how the, if we were on those good bites, you had to stay on them um, until they dwindled because that's how precious they were that <laughs> this year, you know, because like you said, the good days were good and bad days were, were bad as well. Uh, so, um, 
the the trolling the end of the trolling season was uh was good for me and um i had a bait hit like i think it was 61 fish in a row it was on the same bait wow so the only one to go off consecutively Oh, it was it was thirty one in a row on like the same. There was thirty one in a row on. I forget what it was. I have the text. It was somewhere in the thirties on the same exact bait. I sent it to the bait maker, and then <clears throat> so naturally, when you get that to happen, you're just like, well, I'll sneak another one out there in the spread, and then that one would go off occasionally. And I'm like, okay, I'll put this like weird colored one out there. That's the same bait. I'll see what it's doing. That one gets hit. So I'm like, okay, this is obviously an action thing over like a color or anything like that because this the bait did it did move it doesn't move traditionally how you would expect a Chautauqua fish to be caught you think of thumping baits uh you know big tough shads back in the day wily fat bodies thumping things perch baits things of that nature uh, this bait doesn't run like that. So it, they they enjoyed this action for, you know, like the six weeks that I was able to do it and uh, consistently. And, and that carried me through the fall. And there were some big, big fish caught that time. We did hit 250s again in the same day uh, trolling as well. So that was insane. And they hit the same more. Hmm. And I was ready to cut it down too after we got the first one i was like all right we're good we're not bigger one. <laughs> i was like we're done for the day right boys they're like well it's still early and i was like shit okay. i was casting top water that day <laughs> yeah, yeah i remember that it, I mean, it actually worked so weird things were happening on the lake it, or no was that no. the same day it was the same day you sent me the message that you got the second 50. I was like, yeah, we are casting top water right now. That's what my client wanted to do. But it did work though, right? Late October. No, we didn't catch one in late October. Okay. Top water. No. But you I did just, get a top water fish this year. We did get a top water fish. Same guy earlier in the year. Okay. The same client. I got a same client. I got a couple fish casting while he was throwing top waters. I would stand up and throw jerkbait a little bit <laughs> I, I remember that i remember you saying that though and you were like yeah. there you go there's the article <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. who cares about the five fish on the jerkbait we got one on yeah. <laughs> we switched to the top water for no reason and caught no it reason. was caught an one. absolute disaster in the net you went one for one <laughs> went six that's... for seven before that but yeah yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you got the pattern. Guiding is about sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, I had a great November and when I fished with, with the boys in the last week there, uh last couple of days, it we got another one. We got another fifty. It was crazy. Oh, here's a good story to tell. This is what sucks. So you develop friendships with your clients that like continue to rebook. And you'll hear us talk about him. Dave, Big Pat, Yamish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a gentleman by the name of Blaine. He comes out often with me every year. He brings out clients, uh, you know, as a kind of like a meet and greet thing. And they 
they used to do walleye charters and they stopped doing walleye charters because walleye charters would end in like an hour and a half and there was like no time to close the deal. But muskies, sometimes, you know, Good all takes, day. <laughs> takes all day, you know? So he's coming out and he's obsessed with it. And it was, uh, this is his third or fourth season coming out. And of course, you know, you want to get your 50, you want to catch a 50, 50, 50, blah, 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 blah. And meanwhile, he's caught 49 a couple times, 48. He said every number except for 50. And he's talking about it this year because we, I was like, hey, man, you're putting in a lot of work this year. It's tough. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to cast. He would have opportunities and it wouldn't go his way. And I was like, you know, this is just one of those types of years where you're going to forget about everything because you're going to get a 50. So, like Todd's opening story, Minnesota boy, Blaine brings out friend and client from Lac View Desert in Wisconsin. They're coming out for a couple days in October. And um, I always told him, I was like, hey, you got these clients out here. If I tell you to take the rod, you just take the rod. You know, because we can obviously tell the difference between a 35 and something that's substantially yeah. bigger than that. And he's like, yeah, for sure. I'm going to do that. He's like, oh, yeah, no doubt. We'll do that. I was like, okay, cool. Take this guy out. Boom. First fish he catches. Chautauqua special. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was uh, the first one. It might have been the second one. We were trolling. It was that same war again. I'm like. Okay. I was like, phew. You know, you're kind of like, well, good. You know, I'm glad that was that size and not a 50 because I would feel really bad for Blaine right now. You know, I want him to catch one. I'm like, okay, cool. Great fish. Release. We're we're driving along. Boom. Rod goes off. Blaine reels in his. It's like a, a 40. Trolling back around. Boom. Rod goes off. It's a giant. I say, Blaine, take that rod. I was like, take this one. Take it, please. He's like, no, no, no. He's telling me no. I'm like, shit. <laughs> so his buddy's now reeling it in. He's never caught a fish, a muskie in his life. He's passing up all these musky waters to come down to little old armpit Chautauqua Lake. Reel it in. It's over 50. And I'm like, ah, damn it. That was like the, that's great. But man, Blaine, you know, that I told you to take that wrong. Yeah. He's been coming. He fishes with you, what, 20 days a year? <laughs> Somewhere. Weird, almost. Yeah. 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 And, like, I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, we're re- really happy about it. I'm in there in the cabin. I'm talking to him. I'm like, Blaine, what's the matter with you? We had to stay. He's like, I know, I know, I know. He's just like, <laughs> he, and he was, he was beyond excited because he got to finally see one, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd go past the red mark and stuff like that. He was going crazy. And I was like, God, I was like, that is the most disappointing 50 I've ever netted. And I thought we start talking more in the guy and the guy's like, he's elated. He's, he's super, super pumped about it. He gets it now. He understands why his friend Blaine is obsessed with this stuff. That 50 he caught was on his wife's birthday who passed away from cancer wow. on that day. So it was re- it was like a special special moment on the boat 
that was that was pretty cool. And then later, Blaine you know, got Blaine. it. <laughs> Late, so later, Blaine and I have one more day to do together. We go out, and it's treacherous. I should not be going out. He says, let's not go out. And I'm like, yep, let's not go out. Good idea. And I'm like, it's really not going to be that bad, dude. You're, you know, a top client of mine. Let's just go. I could have just collected the check and sat inside. Because he was going to, because company pays for it, blah, blah, blah. He's entertaining people, things of that nature. That's how big, big business goes. And I was like, let's just go. Get out there. We go out there and we have a, we're, we're fishing. I start in this one area and I'm getting like capsizing waves over the bow. I'm like, guys, this is crap. Let's go down to this other area that I haven't been to in two months. Bang. We start catching them. And it's on the same lure again, but just in a different area of the lake. And uh, Blaine catches his first 50. And it's a 40 pounder. And uh, that is what it's all about there. That whole story. Getting yeah. through it, saying, I'm not going. And then he goes, he lets his buddies reel him in. This is like a monkey on his back. And finally gets in. And it's not just a 50, it's the upper echelon in Chautauqua Lake, which exceeds 40 pounds. And uh, it was just. Poetic justice. We were very, very excited. We floated and I tangled every line that was left in the water for like a good half an hour. We just sat there and talked. (laughs) I was like, what's going on back there? I have no idea. I'm so excited for you, you know. And then when I reeled everything and it was just a cut fest, everything was annihilated. Did you call it a day after that or did you continue? We continued. We caught more. But like, you know, you have that dopamine dump, you know, when you're like super excited for somebody, you know, like Todd, when his daughter shoots a buck or, you know, when yeah. Andy, you're going to experience that stuff. You're just like, holy shit, Whoa! you know, and then you're just yeah. like, oh. you know, or you just go into like a chill mode for, for a bit. And we did that. And uh, it was just a, a special moment. That was my that was my favorite fishing uh, experience on the water this year for sure was finally getting Blaine. With Blaine, yeah, his payday, pay dirt fish, yeah. crazy. He's into the full moons. Yes, he is. We've caught a lot of fifties over the, when Blaine's up there. Yeah, and it's like it wasn't in, and him re- in and around, but not him reeling him in. I know he missed a day. You got one the day before. You got one the day after. And there's oh two or God, two or yeah. three times I've been up there. And talking to him at the launch, and it's like, yeah, we got one yesterday. We got one. We got, you know, he just missed out. He got big ones, though. It didn't phase him either. He hit that number. Yeah. Just keeps going. He just kept going. He's like, "Ah, it's going to be okay. It's going to be a big one when I get one. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. No doubt. It was right on the fingertips there, you know, when he let his yeah. friend reel it in. I was like, God damn yeah. it. He, he literally, it's like he passed a 140s yeah. buck and shot a one, 180. You know, Which he does. Which he does do that as well. He does do that as well. Yeah, he's, he's a big game more, guy. More into hunting than fishing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 
That's great. Great story and a uh, great dude. Mm-hmm. That's that's how that's how my season ended. So it ended on a very positive note. And uh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So it was it was fun. A lot of big ones. Lots of big ones. There's lots of big ones in Chautauqua right now. Mm-hmm. Total opposite a- opposite of what Chautauqua has been known for for all these years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> numbers, numbers, numbers. You know, which yeah. is what I'm used to. But uh, right now, you got a really good chance at a really big fish. Lots of opportunities casting. Yeah. It's fun. Casting, casting years are interesting. You know, they really, I, I said it, you know, they divide the room. Mm-hmm. You know, are you going to put up and shut up or are you just going to say, hell with it? I'm going bite chasing. Yeah. You know, we are, we stay there because we got to, we got to, we got to work. Mm-hmm. Figure it out, you know. Yeah. And casting years put a lot less pressure on the lake, which is nice. And oh, uh, yeah. we'll see, we'll see what next year does. You know? Mm hmm. Very good. All right. Todd Vance, any last words? Excited for Doe Day. Doe Day's in a couple days, so. All right. I might have a hard time. I might even have a hard time sleeping tonight. I got like my my grinder is cleaned and ready. Everything my vacuum packer. My garage I'm not making baits, Andy. Neither am I. I got, to put, I, I got the, the butcher shop. shop. The butcher shop is open. That's a great time of year. You didn't get a dumpster, did you? Remember when you had a dumpster there and there was just yeah. Like I got a couple. Everywhere? Yeah, I got it. I I got places to get rid of the stuff. But yeah, called the neighbor's I remember, ditch. I remember that though. When we brought deer down there. And you had you had a, a dumpster. A dumpster yeah. filled with carcasses. It's like holy yeah. shit. That yeah, doesn't draw any attention. A hoof sticking out. And... Well, by the end of it, they were sticking out because there were so many of them. <laughs> I can't believe no one's ever stopped. <laughs> I see. I, I live right near a game lands, and the guy, I see the game commission drive by, and I was. I have some windows in the garage, like like the garage doors. They're up high, and I was like, "Gosh, I hope they never pull in here because I got like eighteen tags hanging here." And just it is. Carcasses a... and... Yeah, it's all legal. <laughs> It's legal. I've, I don't take illegal yeah. deer. I don't. But yeah. it, it does I've raise suspicion. Them. Yeah. When there's like four deer hanging in my garage, pretty much all of rifle season. <laughs> yeah. And like. The, Hooks are empty ad- right now. Hooks are empty. When, you look, up, when you look up the address, it says Muddy Creek Fishing Guides and not Todd's <laughs> yeah. Butcher Shop. You know? So yeah. it's a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Not Smoke Shack. It yeah. just doesn't. It's not that. But yeah, I don't know how I got into that. But well, I know how my grandpa's. You were good at it, and everybody gave you deer. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. Because it's or cheaper than season. going to a butcher. <laughs> it's, yeah. Well, it it's it's just it's way better. better. It's, it's just better. way better. It's better. It's like filet so many... on to flank steak. <laughs> yeah, if it's so many people give me deer, like, oh, we won't eat it. And I was like, oh, give it to me. And I get it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Delicious. It's not the same. It's, it's not the same when they, oh. no wonder they didn't want to eat it, you know? Yeah, that stuff's gross. But that's the way I do them, and I like them. Nice. That'll be the next podcast. Deer hunting wrap-up. Got lots of stories. 
Yeah, one of the one of the ones coming up for sure. Yeah, I got I got more stories too. I know Todd has a story. Vance has a story. Oh, yeah. I have a story. Yes. I'm gonna go off tomorrow afternoon to get back in the game. Nice. Just needed to take a couple days off and really really focus on six on the uh, killing. Oh. Vance took six of the first seven days off. (laughs) Those deer are screwed. Let me tell you. He's putting a lot of pressure on this herd. (laughs) They are getting it and they don't even know. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) They they quake in your presence. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still kicking myself, but we'll, we'll talk about it some other time. Have you texted Bill, by the way? Tonight? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know about... I'm sure it's fine from, from a permission standpoint, but you could go back and maybe maybe you'd sit with Bill if he's back there. I don't know if he is or isn't. I'll text him right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's... Bill a... Deer. <laughs> Bill <laughs> Deer at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> the, 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 Bill Deer. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Machete? <laughs> yeah, Bill did show up for a do- the annual doe hunt the one year, and he had a two foot machete. And Andy was very upset about. It. I wasn't I mean, upset, like... but I'm just like, I'm not sure where this is going to be needed. <laughs> we're going to use that yeah. on be... our perfectly groomed walking trails. Well, it, it would be like, hey, I'm ready here. I'm ready to hunt deer. Okay. I brought these and you open up like your coat and there's like grenades. You're like, where do you think we're going? You, Bill turned, Bill turned around and I was looking at Andy and he just mouthed to me machete like with his arms up. I was like, yeah, dude. Like, I don't know how he didn't giggle all the way to the trail, but we sure did talk about it in the stand. That was hilarious. Oh, Bill's a good guy. He's a good guy. He also uses machetes to may or may not uh, field dress the deer. <laughs> he just pulls it just like this huge knife to cut him open. <laughs> hey, you guys use those little buck knives, but watch how easy this is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I quarter him without skinning him. Just hold on to this leg. <laughs> hold on to this leg. Hack. Hack. That's beautiful. Oh, it, it's fun. But. All right, big thanks, Fat Easy Musky Products, Muddy Creek's Fishing Guides, St. Croix Rods, Vicks Marine, Ranger Boats, Aqua Traction, and the Musky Max Plus. Mark your calendars, guys. It is coming up quick. We are in December. We're like three months out. So um, with that, everyone, thanks for listening, and uh, stay warm.